The Project Kuwait. Learn, Okay, so in today's episode, we have a little bit of an open debate. It gets a little bit heated. It's about performance-enhancing drugs, um, and it's about the impact of them on elite sport and actually whether uh, we talk we talk a lot about how athletes are, whether they're eligible to compete and when they're clean and what actually is a clean athlete. We're just going to open it up. It's just full open debate onto the floor, um, and you guys can enjoy a little bit of a heated debate between me and Marty and Meg. Just as drops Meg, in with yeah, the science. Just I got pulled out of the yeah. other room to join on in this and basically <laughs> yeah. just supervise. So. Yeah, so I mean, it, this is this is a fun one. So yeah, yeah. it involves baseball bats, uh, knees be, being broken, whole bunch of things. Drugs yeah. are bad, okay? Yeah, <laughs> enjoy <laughs> all this and more in today's episode. Welcome to the project. So, the project battle today. So <laughs> this is a, a highly impromptu conversation that's born out of the fact that we were talking about whether we should have a competition in Kuwait where like it was just battle between boxes and um it was just for pride. There was no financial incentive, like no money or anything like that, and it was just for pride, but we should test. Um so like my argument was actually like obviously it's very expensive to test that's why a lot of competitions don't do it um but we were kind of talking about actually who is actually eligible for competition based off of testing look there should be two separate categories you can't have average guy like me that works his ass off going up against someone that is juicing if you're juicing that is totally your prerogative like it's your body it's you do what you want to do with it but at the end of the day when you have some athletes that are coming into it and so just by by juicing, we mean like taking performance and taking performance, drugs, taking right? taking performance enhancing drugs. I mean, if you look at the MLB, Major League Baseball, Meg, I'm sure you're aware of this coming from the states. Major League <laughs> Baseball <American>. steroids <laughs> steroids ran rampant through the 90s and the early yeah. 2000s with Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds. Mark McGuire demolished the home run record. Barry Bonds came back a couple of years later and destroyed it. Record. This is a record that stood for like. 60 years almost and they would have never done that if they weren't on steroids you yes who's there, to say that no there is skill involved who's yeah. to say that there's statistics barry bonds's head blew up three times its normal size i mean if you look at a picture of him in 1991 when he was drafted into the major leagues the guy was a stick and then all of a sudden he gained 50 pounds of lean muscle in his 30s like that's insane no way i mean uh you know like hormonal peak when you're 20 yeah yeah like like you're not gonna you're not gonna put on 40 pounds of muscle testosterone is nose diving at that point exactly and there's skill don't get me wrong there's skill involved in it and i do believe that we pay or i pay to see some of these crossfit athletes and some of these insane monsters that can just go 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 and they're taking every every steroid that's that's just like just to make sure that we don't get pigeonholed into CrossFit. Like, really, we're talking about elite sport in general. Yes, strongman, like, CrossFit, uh, <laughs> bodybuilding, definitely yeah. bodybuilding. I'm, t- I'm talking sprinting. I'm talking American sprinting, football. Sprinting, yep. Yeah, talking, oh, dude, American like, football Olympic is a weightlifting. Joke. I'm talking, like, any elite sport where there is millions of dollars in sponsorship money at hand. Yeah. Like, there's going to be performance-enhancing drugs involved. And I, my argument would be that, actually, like, um, if someone has just cause, because someone has been caught, I mean, to come back to your point about uh, MLB, you said it was like an eight game suspension. 
Is it an eight game suspension? Eighty games. Eighty games suspension. If not more, it's so like how fifty many, or eighty. How many, how many like games that. in a year in a season? Eighty. No, there's 162 <laughs> games. Okay, I was gonna say that's so it's a half year suspension. A yeah, that's the first for, time. For, if you get caught a second time, it's a it's it's more more stringent. And then if you get caught a third time, I think you're so out. It's, it's a it's an intelligence test of if you continue to be stupid enough to get caught. But here here's the thing: it. athletes are getting smarter now. Look at Lance Armstrong. How many years did he get it's, away it's with? Not, it's not the athlete juicing. getting smarter; it's the doctor that is, per, per, yeah, is helping yeah, exactly. them. That is exactly. smarter. But the athletes got the money because it's the same. It's the same guys who are who, who the doctors. I think we were talking. There's a couple of guys. I think like Mo Farah. He had his track coach was previously convicted of giving steroids to to other other guys. Um, and Mo Farah obviously said, "Like I'm, I'm never taking steroids. Never would. Like no intention of it." But my track coach is really good at what he does, and that's why I'm with him. Like, because he teaches me to run. You're like, okay, like this could be some kind of. You could say he teaches you to run, but you were good at running before. But then also, um. But my point was uh, that like there's an 80 game suspension, so a half year suspension. So when they come back, if they're not taking steroids when they come back or performance enhancing drugs, their like, numbers are, typically are they, go down. Are they clean athletes, or are they still? No, that they're, at that time they are clean. They're performance, yeah. they're performance enhanced athletes. Though, well, they still. get an asterisk for that season. I mean, Barry Bonds. Just he for will, that season, like it's like, Barry, Barry Bonds' record will never stand, and it shouldn't, because Babe Ruth and Roger Maris did not have roids. They, they, what was it, Andro? You remember so Andro? When, when Does the, anyone remember Andro in the when were late, these, when early two thousand? These guys, when were they around? Babe Ruth was in the what nineteen fifteen to about nineteen thirty two ish. And then Roger Maris was in the 60s. 60s, ooh. 60s. Yeah, 40s, 50s, 60s. Dude, you, those big. No. Yes. No. With, with yes, the baseball players, they were teachers. They were school teachers. They couldn't even afford it back then. Meg's just looking at me like. <laughs> steroids. Steroids were big. Steroids big were in the USSR. Okay. So, for, you, that, so that's such right an American now. thing to say. Oh. That's such an American thing to say. Dude. 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 It's a damn commies. It's true. It was a damn commies. All right. Look, when you think of, when you think of the American dude, athlete, how they evolved. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I can't even hold that. That's so American. That's such an American. Uh, Meg, Meg. <laughs> hey, red, white, blue, green, black, red. Yes. Yeah, so little same. help from the smart one over here. So, I've got nothing on this. Uh, like, realistically, you've got to look at the fact that, like, just the same as anything, when either Russia or America saw them, the other one doing something good. They were like, I'm going to do it better. Yeah. So we beat them in the space race. <laughs> yes. We got to the moon, we got to the moon first. Say, yeah. just, let's, not, let's not get into the moon. Just like we got better steroids, too. <laughs> okay. So, like, <laughs> and I just try to say, I think if, if we, with regards to the Russians, obviously the Russians, like, it was obvious that you've got, like, in weightlifting and things like that, then, like, yeah, you've got guys who are freaks of nature who maybe didn't look like they were freaks of nature before or whatever. Um, the amount of volume of their training programs, like in weightlifting, for example, is like almost impossible for anyone else to to do unless they're genetic freaks. But like in America as well, like you've had tons of Americans who have been kind of popped for taking performance enhancing drugs. Yes, one hundred percent in elite sport. One hundred percent. But my, I was asking was after they come back and then they no longer test for whatever um, substances that they so they pass the tests like are you assuming that they're clean or 
Like if they're still they're performing at an elite level, smarter, and there's something like not being tested. My for. argument is that like these guys, this, this their livelihood. Like say for example, like Tyson. I Gage. agree. I like, agree. Tyson Gay gets banned for two years from sprinting, comes back, he's in the final, and you're like, okay, like so. Did the kind of performance science and drugs only give him like one percent, so it moved him from fifth into first, or actually is he still taking it, but he's just not getting caught this time? Taking something better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or something that isn't able to be tracked or isn't able to be Detected. tested. Um and it kind of comes full circle around back to kind of saying like at our level of sport, um, if you're testing someone, like what's the difference between you kind of saying like, okay, so this forty year old um he's clean right now but he took steroids from the age of 20 to 30 but he's been clean for the last 10 years is he still eligible for competition because he has taken yes. synthetic i would compounds. say he, uh, if he's clean if your blood is clean your hormone levels are normal and you are that at a normal level or a somewhat normal level of hormones like look if you're 40 years old and your testosterone scores are like in the thousands that's not normal True. right meg i mean you're a hormone expert but that's not Less on testosterone, but, but, yeah. but that, that's yeah. not normal. You know, there, yeah. there's a certain level of normal. And look, I'm a guy. I took Winstraw when I was 22, 23 years old. You know, I, I tried it. I'm not going to lie about it. There's, you know, there's, there's no damage in it. I tried it. You know, I was in the gym scene and it was like, it was one of those things. My trainer was like, here you go. You lift more weight. I was stupid. The internet wasn't big then. And I jumped on it for about three, four weeks. And yeah. My strength went through the friggin' roof. I mean, I went from a 120 bench press to a 140 bench press in three weeks. Now, so, how much of it was mental, but how much was it? So now, was, now, now, do you think you've lost all of that lean muscle mass gains that you made when you were, yes. when you were taken? Yes. So is your argument that, like, because you've done it before, there's some, still some kind of effect of it even after there's you stop taking it? definitely a physiological it. change yeah. that happens whenever you start taking exogenous testosterone. So you still always have kind like, of an advantage? Yeah. So I, I don't think my, so. My, I think once you stop, you actually, if you stop for a prolonged period, you'll probably have more of a disadvantage if you cycled off the wrong ways. If, Be, if you cycled, if you cycled off, off the wrong ways. So we're talking which about majority like post-cycle therapy. Yeah. But again, like what I'm saying is if someone, if we, can, if we imagine that this person has had like the best kind of pharmaceutical advice that they possibly could have they've cycled off and their testosterone levels are normal as we said so we're talking about people who at the time of testing for our hypothetical competition both competitors have the same levels of testosterone but one had previously used extra testosterone for say 10 years mm -hmm. my argument would be that actually I wouldn't say that they're just as eligible to compete because I don't think they're a clean athlete because they they had physiological yeah, ad adaptations. Maybe yeah, that's true. So for it, to put it, maybe put it in a, a a better example would be like, say athlete A who is who used testosterone for ten years, he got insanely strong. He had the ability to deadlift three hundred kilos, for example. Athlete B, same weight, everything like that, could only deadlift one hundred and fifty. If at that time he could deadlift 300, then the likelihood of him being able to be stronger for in later years in life is going to be higher, right? So if they're both the same age or whatever, and one had taken testosterone and one hadn't, but one had got stronger through taking testosterone, then the likelihood that his ability to, to still deadlift that amount or an amount closer to it is likely to be there because he's going to have more muscle. His, his body's going to be more used to it. His, his bones might be better adapted to to being able to handling handling the load, 
mentally he might yeah, be more but comfortable. Yeah, then, then you get into an argument of genetics and how quickly your muscles will atrophy yeah. afterwards. And you know, some people, I'll tell you right now, when I when I quit, well, I I quit working out for so long partially because of when I tried Winstrol, because of the mental screw up that came along with it. Because when I stopped taking Winstrol, you know, I I my power diminished and I it killed me. You know, because you just you're moving so far back behind, and when you were taking when I was taking all these other supplements that were designer steroids off of a shelf, you know, like once you stop taking that, you see a dramatic reduction in strength and power over, you know, over a period of time. And I did not want that to be something that I focused on at the time. I was like, you know what, if I can't work out because of this and I can't get over that mental gap, I'm done with it. And I'm going to be done for a while and drop it cold Turkey. I'd rather do this then screw up my hormone levels, you know, get bitch tits, all the above, just because I want, I want to sacrifice for a physique that I'm not in a male physique competition. I'm not a, you know, a bodybuilder. I wasn't a competitor at the time. I didn't need it. So I stepped away from it. You know, I just, like right now with Instagram, people get too caught up with the body of it. People don't understand that some of these guys or girls that they see online, you know, I mean, how many girls have a chiseled six pack, Meg? Like chisel six pack. Not a lot. It's rare. <laughs> yeah. But you see it on Instagram all the time. And women have this dream of, oh, I'll have that. Even men have this dream of, oh, I'll have that. But genetically, you don't have their genetics. You don't know what supplements or gear they're on. I'm not taking anything away from them. There are people out there that are genetic freaks and they could have that chiseled six pack. They could, they're just genetic. They have the genetics for it. I don't. But it doesn't just happen just because of the genetics. That's a very no, no, yeah, disciplined yes, yeah, 100%, 100%, lifestyle and you're sacrificing yeah, a lot to see it. Not just taking anything is it worth it? Yeah. 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 And ultimately, I think my, what I'm trying to say is that I don't believe that sport in any way is fair. Mm. And by testing, like I think we're making the assumption that even just because at, this, at that time of testing, the athlete is clean, that they have been clean the whole time. And yeah. Because they're, they're basically holding their hand up and saying... I am, I've been playing fair when actually the likelihood is they haven't. It's possible. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's, I think I, it's from, the possibility is high that they yeah. have, especially yeah. at an elite level. Like the science of what happens, I guess, after you stop taking things, I'm, I'm not so in the know of that, but I do know that it is quite common of like, they know a general time frame of when they're going to be tested yeah. and to kind of get yourself off of it at that point, like, for sure, there's a huge advantage that they've done the whole training process up to that. So, yeah, I would say it's not fair going into the competition if they've been juicing or. I mean, st- steroid, uh, steroids. I mean, CrossFit, and I'll use that as the most mm-hmm. recent example. And that's kind of what I'm speaking of. Yeah, I guess. the athletes yeah. they just caught. I mean, that that was a harsh punishment. Mm. You know, they were, you know, what's her name? Uh, I forget her name's her name, but she was screwing around with Sarm. She said she kissed her boyfriend, and she got it through that. What? Yeah, it was some some cocky baby uh, story oh like that. Dude. I yeah, I, I kissed my boyfriend it, and he uh, gave me steroids. All right, really, lady? He might have given you something else, but I don't think it's just that. That's freaking hilarious. But it was, like, it was on the, uh, I think she's, I can't remember the, her name, but she basically said that it was on the night of competition, they like got intimate. <laughs> yeah, and, dude. That, and he, no was thinking, he was Maybe. taking psalms. Like, obviously, right. it was a non competing athlete. Yeah. He can do whatever he wants, no problem. And there's, and then they had a, a saliva test the next morning. And so, <laughs> that's so like, bullshit. That's right? about as legit as saying you can get pregnant from holding hands. Right? My God. I mean, like, it's a big shout. But. 
yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's, that's it's a good try as well. So, I mean, it's a really was good it? try. Like, yeah. What other like, scenarios did you circle around yeah, before yeah. landing on that one? But they, they handled it. I think CrossFit, they, they went overboard with how they handled it just because of the media backlash they were going to get. And you, you only saw it with a couple of athletes. What and do you mean they went overboard? It was like a four-year suspension or a three, two-year suspension. Mm. Like it's it's a suspension where she's out of her prime when she comes back. Yeah, basically. I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, like, Ricky Gerard got yeah two or four. Yeah, how, yeah. Like it's a, it's it's pretty. But even he came out later on and said, "Look, they're all using roids. They're mm. all juicing." Mm. You know, and look, you know what? It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me because in Major League Baseball they did the same shit. In the NFL, they do the same shit right now. In the Olympics, they do the same shit. All right? Because we want to see us. We want to see this elite level perform. We want to see superhumans. Okay. We see the superhumans. But when it comes to me and I want to compete on an average level to someone that's not juicing, that's clean, so to speak. Clean, and I use, you know, quotation thingies or whatever. (laughs) But got the camera. People can see. No? Nine and press play. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, But it's like. Dude, if you're going to have a competition, have one for that elite level and be like, hey, dude, you know what? Gloves are off. Use whatever the hell you want. Do what you want to do to your body. It is your God-given right. Science project. Yeah. Do you want to, you I, want, you want I to be the incredible Hulk? the moment. Yeah. I think that's but, it's generally that. But it, takes away, from, it takes away from it takes away from me. If I go into, you know, I'm doing, I'm doing the, the CrossFit thing in January. It's crossed my mind. I'm not going to lie. It's crossed my mind to maybe maybe I take a cycle beforehand. At least I'll level the playing field a little bit, and I'll finish in the you know top ten percentile. But is Wait, it really it's, worth it's, it? It's, I don't think it is leveling the playing field, really. Is it? It's not. But at least I'm getting into that. You know, at least it, at least it will get me into the top twenty percent. I think I think probably what is, a lot of this is based off is the fact that they think that performance enhancing drugs by value of taking them are going to make you better, mm. like. Okay, they, they will they, make they, you stronger. They'll That's make, scientific. They'll, they'll they make will. you. They'll make you stronger. But if you don't lift to, a, uh, like, if you don't do strength training, then like, how it's not going to enable you to lift. It's not going to go from like, lifting hundred kilos, not doing any. Uh, yeah, but the dude, on, cycle, the dude on the couch is going to sit there shooting up. You know. Yeah, but like, but without doing the work, ultimately, like, you, you you're not going to get anywhere. Like, do you mean? So I think uh, what I'm trying to say is, I think it's based a lot of people thinking that just by taking this then it's a quick fix to success whereas ultimately like these elite players didn't come from like they're not an overnight success no person in the elite spotlight is an overnight success they're the ones who are literally 24 7 working to like perfect their craft because anyone can take steroids anyone can take performance enhancing drugs like they're readily available from like anyone it's probably only got like you could ask a friend and he'll know someone. Well, Kuwait, they're readily like, available. Just go yeah. to your nearest like, gym. <laughs> like, anyway, like you, anywhere in the world, you can probably ask a friend and he can get you some stuff. Like, it's just from a friend or whoever. But um, ultimately, in Kuwait, like, you can go to the pharmacy and grab it now. Yeah. No, seriously, <laughs> it's that messed up. Yeah. Kuwait. You awful. go to the pharmacy. And, and you know, I'll, there's a gym that is like one of the biggest in Kuwait. I won't say the name of it because I don't want to piss anybody off. But literally, you walk out, you're stepping on needles. Yeah. You're yeah. stepping on needles. Dude, my kids but, kids walk around there. So with so an argument to this would be with the prevalence that we know that there is of like performance enhancing drugs in Kuwait, how many people look good? Yeah. 
Not many. How yeah. how if you, good if is you, sport? If, if in you Kuwait? go if yeah. you go to a specific gym, how, how, and I'm not going to name how, it. It's in Sabah Salem. Not great. Like it's not great. Yeah. Like because no, people are doing Dude, sport. Bodybuilding. Yeah. No bodybuilding. Bodybuilding. Come on. We we'll have, have some. We'll of, have another one about whether bodybuilding is a sport. Hold on. Look at look at big look at big Rami. Look at big Rami, dude. That guy's huge. He's Egyptian. We have, but he's in. He tra- where does he train? Where does he train? Yeah. Kai, uh, where, yeah. is, where does Kai come to? Kai comes I understand, to Kuwait. Understand. Right? Understand. <laughs> we really but do have the best steroids in the world. Bodybuilding ultimately, like, is we we haven't talked about bodybuilding once as a sport. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, even like, want to talk. About I, mean, I don't know whether it's a sport or not. Like, it's definitely I mean, not. Well, a sport. Up, I want to get my roommate on to talk about bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. you guys. we need yeah. to get him on. We yeah. need definitely need to get. Yeah. But sport wise, like, if we know that there's so much drugs and performance enhancing drugs available in Kuwait. Like how many uh, Kuwaitis are at the top of weightlifting or at the top of sprinting or at the top of whatever it might but be. But they don't have the work like, ethic. A, a majority of them, a majority exactly. of them, they don't, pro- I mean, bodybuilding, CrossFit is relatively new in Kuwait. We've talked mm-hmm. about that before. Um, weightlifting, Olympic weightlifting is also relatively new in Kuwait. We've talked yeah. about that before. So the experience, we lack that experience. It's like taking Kuwait and saying, hey, here, go play baseball. We lack that experience in baseball just as we do in CrossFit and Olympic weightlifting. But when you give some of these athletes, when they'll take roids, they might move up from 45th to 25th, yeah, right? Maybe. Yeah. Right, right? All right, take me, for instance. If I go on a cycle right now, okay, and I were to go do a wad I do today and I finish it in, say, 15 minutes, right, you know, for time, five rounds for time, I finish it in 15 minutes. Four or five weeks from now, after my cycle or during my cycle, when I'm at my peak, if I do that same wad, Okay, if I do my roid smart and I, you know, get my peak and all this stuff, how much time do you think I'm going to shave off? With everything's equal, all, all is the same. How much time do you think I will shave off? I guarantee you, I'll shave off a decent amount of time. You'll shave off a decent amount of time, but also the you're not without kind of making sure that your food is right, making sure that um, you're stretching. Like there's a whole lot yeah, of yeah. But if you're going to do steroids and you don't do that, you're stuff, saying the only you're, difference is the then, steroids. Your nutrition, your stretching, everything's your, all everything's the same. The same. Everything's the same. Only then, to well, to yeah. your point, you just said if you don't do that when you do steroids, then like you're stupid. Then the actual kind of impact of buying and like starting on a cycle is making you do other behaviors to help your performance. Mm. So you're making sure you're sacrificing going out. Like you're not going out to go and yeah, yeah, like look. smoke shisha all the time or you're you're spending more time training because you're like, well, I've invested my body into this, this performance enhancing drug cycle, whatever it is. And then you're going, okay, I'm going to make better food choices because you're like, well, I spent however much it is on yeah. a cycle. So I'm going to make sure that I make it full advantage of it with food choices. Well, you're going you're gonna to make How the much right does choices? it happen on yeah. the other side though is when you're investing in the movement and the food and all those things and you're not getting the results that you want to see and then you yeah. turn to the performance and you have to boost those other things yeah no i'm without a doubt there's definitely a boost um but a boost there's a big boost dude if i if i there's a thing the percentage differs depending on like how good someone is initially like someone is not going to go from sitting on the couch yes no that's you're you're right no you're 100 right yeah but that that's what i'm getting at okay like say if we were to do my idea that i was talking about earlier okay 
And we well, got we're taking steroid cycles. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about that after the episode. But at the end of the day, dude, look, I I, I have Is that our new project? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Meg's kind of like, I'm just listening to this. You guys are you guys are idiots. And I'm just gonna sit here and let you speak it out. All you need is like a couple of some boxing gloves and you know, Maddie needs a baseball bat, but they got like three bats yeah, here. Okay. Am, all right. So I, yeah, I came prepared today. Buddy. But at the end of the day, I mean, dude, look, steroids, it's 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 an individual decision. It's your decision. But everyone needs to do the proper research before doing it so that they know what the consequences are afterwards. Some people do it and they come out of it clean with no issues whatsoever because they were smart about their off cycling. They were smart about how much testosterone. You don't need a thousand milligrams of testosterone a week. I mean, there are guys that are shooting up a thousand milligrams a week. That's insane. You're killing your body's natural natural production system, right? You're totally tricking your body. And this is funny because actually, at the this conversation actually came up recently at the car dealership. <laughs> the guy who rents me my car, <laughs> he, he knows I'm in fitness, and so he's always asking nutrition questions. And so the first few times it started off, you know, what do I need to be eating during the day? And this last time I was there, he was like, my my jaw and my face is getting bigger. And he's yeah, like, right. and, he, and and before, you know, my advice was like nutrition and stuff like that. And I was, he's like, but it's only like here. And I told him, I was like, well, usually things that, you know, happening around the jawline have something to do with like hormones. And his eyes kind of got really, really big. And I was like, are you taking something? Yeah. And, and that's kind of where it started off. And it's like, and he just has no idea, no education, but he just knows that he's like, well, I just want to do it as like a, I want it to get me to a certain point and then I'll go off and then I just have to maintain I was like, that's not exactly how it works. Like you're tricking your body right now. So once you take that thing away, you you can't just maintain what you had when you were on a drug. You're yeah. going to have some kind of a repercussion. There's going to be some, you're going to go backwards. But it's, it's like SARMs. I mean, right now, SARMs are frigging big and quick. What are SARMs? SARMs are, uh, I don't even know, but it's bad shit. Selective androgen <laughs> receptor okay. modulators. It's okay. bad shit because yeah. big pharma uh-huh. dropped majority of these. Okay. So, you know, all so these people kind of pick these them up. basically like, um, say you have a testosterone molecule, they'll change the bond, uh, like one carbon bond right. on, on an atom to basically say like it's not now testosterone, but they can call it a different compound. Exactly. And so okay. dropped by big pharma because yeah. they were causing tumors and cancer right. cells and rats and everything. Right. Now there's, there are people that are shooting it in. We don't know the side effects, just like steroids in the nineties and the eighties. We didn't know the side effects. Mm. And you know, like for the most part, D ball, uh, Winstrol, uh, testosterone replacement therapy, it's safe for the most part, if done properly. If done right, if cycled off, if you go to that doctor, there's there's a few doctors that are widely known in Kuwait that will test your hormones, you know, test all these, give you a whole bunch of tests, and they'll say, okay, look, you have, you know, um, you have more likely, you there's more of a likelihood for you to, you know, uh, uh, develop cancerous cells or develop this or develop that if you go on this. Do those tests. Go go the whole ten miles. I'm not saying don't. I'm just so saying be just, safe about it. So. Um... An older male is taking testosterone replacement therapy. Hey, baby, when I'm 50 years old, I'm going on testosterone, right? Yeah, so I want to feel like I'm, I'm in my 20s. So if they're, okay? if they're, I having, want, if they're I want... having doctor prescribed testosterone yeah, there's nothing replacement wrong with therapy, it. there's nothing wrong with and it. And they want to do a competition. No. No, dude. Why? Because it's not fair. But what if it's bringing them up to normal dude, levels it of is testosterone? Not, it is not fair, though. But what if it's bringing them up to normal levels of testosterone? 
It's like taking a so Toyota Corolla is and fair? then a Camaro and then giving the Camaro, giving the Toyota Corolla NOS and so, boosting up the engine so it's like 600 horsepower. It's not fair, dude. So is it fair for a 25 or 20-year-old to compete against a 50-year-old? No. But if the 50-year-old is dumb enough to go into that competition, then yeah. Okay, so we have, we have what, up to 35 in the games? Yeah. Yeah? So yeah. you got those 18, 19-year-olds, like blood boiling with testosterone Dude. like peak of their lives like but they don't have the experience they don't have all the other things that go along so you're it. saying there's other things that are important for performance yes of course there are. Yeah. no 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 i don't okay. no i've been saying i think that. we can end to that no, 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 i think no, no, we no. can end to that guys but dude, thank but you very dude, much thanks but, for listening dude, to the project no Kuwait. look i will uh, definitely say instagram 100 <laughs> if you don't have a certain skill set if you don't have a certain skill set then steroids won't do shit for you yeah. But if you have that skill set and you are an athlete and you do take steroids, you are going to get better. Yeah. I mean, there are yeah, so definitely. many examples. I mean, um, there are so many examples from don't Major you just League feel Baseball. Like shit, when you've like accomplished something, then knowing that like it wasn't you that did it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess, I guess, but that's what the argument is, isn't it? It's like really, is is it you doing it? Like I would say, like just the same as anyone else. Yes, it is. Like yeah. because actually, it's. Um, you'd never you don't well, most people don't kind of grow up going okay i'm going to test my testosterone like because some people are going to have more right and so you're like well is that me or is it was it my parents like maybe maybe my dad used yeah. to take steroids and now i'm born with a higher amount of testosterone like maybe that happened but there, there, there of, are freaks in nature though and you that's can. something to talk about the implications of i know we've gotten into it before about it taking um taking testosterone and what that does for passing on like to the kids or what that does for like yeah. we we're talking mr olympia yeah. had eight yeah. girls yeah, yeah. like what does that do with yeah. uh with your hormones and yeah exactly and, yeah like that's a big on. reason why i, I wouldn't I take mean, steroids now i, yeah. I want to have just more saying, kids like, dude i don't yeah. want to the rock has three girls i'm just yeah. saying like yeah, yeah. dude it makes sense though but it makes sense it makes sense but the rock and all these athletes that the ones who did get you know caught like Lance Armstrong, they all had um, a physical advantage anyways. They were all gifted in this sport, like Michael Phelps. Yeah. You know, like, they were just gifted. Naturally gifted for... Was he on performance? No, he wasn't. He, he got caught for weed, weed. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is but, not performance enhancing. But, yeah, but honestly, with, <laughs> the, the, with like the Olympics, gold all, all I want to say is, is watch... Like 14 uh, uh, take his dude, dude, watch Icarus. Icarus is a good example. It's It talks about the, uh, the Soviet steroid... The, Russian ah, steroids. Yes, yeah, dude, yeah. that's a really good yeah. thing to watch. Yeah. And there's, you, you can order a, um, how do I say this properly? On well, You can order a fake penis with urine, okay, so you don't fail your piss, piss test. test. Yeah. Look, there was, a, there was an old athlete, big country. I used to play softball with him. He used to have a um, softball bat that was shaved on the inside and rolled. What that does is if you hit the ball, it adds another 50 or 60 feet to the ball. Oh, shit. And he's, he was from Texas. And he used to say, you ain't trying if you ain't cheap. Uh. All right, because <laughs> because because like, no, no, but here's sport, the, like, here's the, th- th- that's here's true. the thing. It's true. true. <laughs> it's true because we, look, even in baseball, when I was a catcher and everything, I would try and steal signs. I would try and get any physical advantage I could get. Would I have done steroids in college? Uh, no. It wasn't. Is that just because of the moral implication of taking steroids? Yes, if there it was, is. Yeah, there I think, is. There I think is. that's yeah. the only reason yeah. like, why most people don't do it. Yeah. It's just because they feel like people are going to have a go at them if they do. But people don't have a go at them if they're like uh, drinking protein or they're kind of like they're eating more red meat. Or like this. Like, supplements in general, like you just don't know what. There's no regulation yeah. on them. Anything can no. get it. So I know in, in swimming, like nationals, 
we were terrified. Our coach was like, don't even drink Gatorade before, you yeah. know, like your race or anything, because it, as soon as you touch the pad, if you finish anywhere in the top or just randomly, you're pulled out of the water and you don't get to go to your bag. You don't yeah. get to do anything. They take you to the bathroom and they watch you pee. Um, and that was, and they'll, if you can't go, I mean, they'll just sit there with you yeah, all day until you go yeah. and you, yeah, that was awful. But, um, yeah, we, I remember being so nervous and I hadn't taken anything. I wasn't even, you know, not even like my protein shakes, vitamins, nothing, because you're just so freaking scared of, of what could be in those but things that might that's, pop that's up. A, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a confidence in your plan. Yeah. Though, isn't it? So like for those guys who like, say for, you've got a guy who is like, worth nothing like he's he's just only, the only thing he's good at is being an athlete and he's, he's literally he's, he lives in some basement somewhere football players american like, football yeah no, like literally they come out they come out of slums like so they, they have they have safe, nothing yeah. right. so the yep. only way for them to like change their lives and the lives of their family members is to succeed right like if it was me i would freaking everything, everything that, that you i could, could possibly yeah. possibly yeah. i agree i would take the yeah. even the slimmest chance i could increase by 0.5 percent because on my 40 meter dash, like 0.5% is the difference between a, a million dollar contract and a 12 million dollar yeah. contract. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the difference between like your mum, like driving a car that she wants or your mum having to take mm-hmm. the bus to work. So, like, if you could do that, then like it's just the moral implications. And I think when it gets down but, to it, the elite athletes like have less morals around what they're willing to do to. There was a poll that was run amongst Olympic athletes that said if you could win a gold medal, um, and then die in the next five years, would you do that or would you want to live a long and healthy life? And they all said win the gold, gold medal, medal, which yeah. makes sense. I mean, look, American football is the best example of being stupid. All right. No, no, seriously. Yeah, no. The, the movie Concussion, mm. like when has a Will Smith movie not gotten that much attention in media? Mm. Because it was going up against the NFL. The NFL is a super giant and it's run by idiots, played by idiots brain injury yeah you're, yeah you're dead look look at the statistical facts yeah look so at the stats of sport in general yeah. like, but you sacrifice no, but there, there are some yeah. high, like baseball and i mean af- base, baseball daily is easy. Had a, you don't get sorry athlete daily had a um they had a post the other day on instagram um about crossfit saying actually as soon as you start competing at elite level in crossfit you have to admit that you're sacrificing longevity yeah 100 like, yeah like and so when we're we're kind of talking we've obviously are talking and we have talked about uh, CrossFit and whether it's healthy for you and we're doing it and things like that. And we're, like, we've got someone who's come out from you saying that actually once you're doing elite level CrossFit, you can't keep doing it because it's something that's going to take years off your life. Yeah. Stacey Tovar, who competed for eight years, she'll talk about that openly of like, you know, I've got, you know, injuries in my knees and shoulders and things that I, you know. The... Yeah, but I, th- I think at the end of the day, athletes are getting smarter. Yeah. Like by year by year, us athletes in general, the the stuff, the resources we have now compared to five years ago, right? It's it's amazing. It's it's it's. In general, there's still. I mean, she's still got you know things that she would have never have uh, experienced in her body yeah, if it wasn't five, for five, five six years ago. The... Was prehab out. Yeah. You know all these all these prehabs, rehabs, all the, all taking care of your body guys. and doing all this all the stuff that's out now. No, I mean ten years ago. 20 years ago, we weren't warming up. Our mm-hmm. warm-up literally in baseball consisted of two laps around the field and then go throw. But then that, all of that comes top-down. Like So elite sports players have been doing that like in, intuitively. But it's been progressing since the 1920s. I mean, if you, I, 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 I go back to baseball because that's what I know. You know that's, that's what I know a lot about. And 
you know, Babe Ruth, you know, used to go to games drunk. <laughs> he used to show up at the field drunk and still walk away hitting two or three home runs. Yeah. And then progressively it was getting better, better, even in Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle was, you know, he was a booze bag, you know, like they, yeah, they, they know about that. Uh, it's exactly the same in football in, uh, in the UK. Like there's plenty. Like, <laughs> But now, now when you look at these elite athletes that may have, you know, if you compare them to the drinkers and the smokers and all that, look at the elite F level athletes. Now they're doing cryo. They're doing cold baths. They're, you know, doing Cocaine. all this crazy. Probably, probably. <laughs> if it enhances their game to win, they might be. But I, I know, like, I, just by sorry for interrupting you there. But no, you're like, fine. Um, you're like, right. my my point was that actually, like, whereas before it was alcohol, like now you're getting more and more guys, like even at the top level rugby players, like guys who are generally quite homely and stuff like that. More guys are being popped in rugby for cocaine abuse. Like yeah. then, then, then performance wow. enhancing drugs. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Like so, and that's Maradona much. Maradona. That's, 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 that's rugby players, like big guys, like not party boys. Like they might maybe go out two or three times a year, something like that. Like they're sacrificing drinking alcohol and going out with the friends and stuff like that for year round for performance. And yet, sometimes these guys come back to training because they can be tested anytime as long as they're not injured. Then they're getting popped for for, for methamphetamine abuse. Do you mean yeah. so? It's like things like that and weed well, and things like that, like where people are kind of going like. Have you ever heard the stories about Olympic Village? Like uh, after these people finish the Olympics? Like and the that's the reason shit, I want to go to the Olympics. The <laughs> shit that goes on in there. It's like yeah. finally let your hair down after uh, years yeah. of just. Yeah. yeah. And these are guys who like year round don't do anything. And then right. they're like they just abuse their up. body yeah. like, uh, over, over one, one night or two nights. And but to, to, to wrap it up, I want to deliver a message to the kids. Because there are some of the kids that, you know, that I've coached over years, they're listening to this podcast. Guys, you don't need to do steroids. You don't need to take supplements. You don't need any of that. I would recommend a balanced diet. If you get to that elite level and you want to seek out a doctor's opinion, go ahead. But don't go and buy something off of the trainer at your gym. Because odds are it's either going to be fake or expired which was going around in kuwait for a while it's very likely to be harmful basically. it's very likely to be yeah. harmful so stay away from it stay away from if you're under a certain age stay away from this stuff and if you're above a certain age just be smart about it i have nothing against it what anyone if you want to you know chop off your arm go ahead it's your body it's your it, no but it is so i have nothing against it i have nothing against steroids hell i even said when i'm 50 i'm probably going to do testosterone replacement therapy because I want a better quality of life at that age. And it's right now it's been proven, right? I mean, you hear the stories of these guys that are like, yeah, I want testosterone replacement. It's in a lot of support, like you're saying, though, with the hormone testing and with understanding, you know. And longevity the, now, yeah, too. Yeah. So there's there's research that's coming But it's coming like out. you're saying, it's not coming from the trainer at the gym that just, you know, wants yeah. you to look. A Ultimately, way. it's risk versus reward, right? right. So right. Like, it's, uh, like each individual case has to sum up basically the amount, knowing the amount of risks, and I think that's what we're trying to get at is like saying there are tons of risks yeah. that are associated with like elite level performance, but also with performance enhancing drugs. And that, do those risks outweigh the rewards or are they less than rewards? And like for each individual person, that's going to differ because some people are going to be like, I love baseball, I'm really good at baseball, but I don't want to play baseball. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're like, I'm quite happy sitting at home with the family, like, need to be taking these risks like naturally maybe not but then there's going to be guys out there who are like i want to be the best it doesn't matter what it takes i want to be the best baseball player best swimmer best 
whatever. They'll go is. to those extents. And, They'll go to yeah. Yeah, and we're trying to say, I guess, is for the weigh up those risks and rewards and make sure that you're seeking support and advice that are to those. And before we sign out, if you are ever competing against me and you are juicing and I am not, I will break your kneecaps. Hands down. All right. I will come after you with a baseball bat. <laughs> snap both of your legs. All right. <laughs> all right. I mean, that was that enough, <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to send Liam after you. <laughs> He'll hold you down. All right. And then we'll have Meg work you back in physiotherapy. <laughs> She'll work you back up so you can walk again. After your major trauma. <laughs> we'll we'll you repair you. <laughs> or, hey, wait. Meg, Meg, Meg's the smart one. She can tell us how to snap those legs a little easier. <laughs> so I can but no, I mean, look, if you're going into a competition and it's supposed to be clean, stay clean. Yeah. I think this was a fun episode. Um, you know, uh, and, and uh, kids don't do roids. Okay? <laughs> kids don't do roids. All right. You don't you don't want to do that stuff. You don't want your drugs are bad in general. Drugs are bad in general. You know, we're going to call this no <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Uh, we say we're not going to do statements, but it's cool. <laughs> we, we, we get, Wait, we're not going to do statements? Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You can also find us on Instagram at the Project Kuwait. Thank you, and join us next time.